Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. After reading uh, every, all the research that I've been doing for the past couple of days for all this uh, disaster preparedness fun, haha, um, I would I had to play Plants vs Zombies to to get that that depressing dark cloud out from over my head, and um, you know I we'll get to that later, but that that plays a big role in why so many of you don't already have a plan. But we'll we'll get to that later. 
Yeah, you know, on the, the subject of killer clowns, I was pretty much the same deal. So I went out like uh, 20 minutes ago and picked my wife up from a party that she just finished. And um, I... Uh, driving along a very dark country road and, and you know I'm not the most squeamish of people I watch a lot of horror and I love that stuff I you know I enjoyed The Walking Dead on Sunday night but let's not uh, throw spoilers in but anyway so I'm driving down this dark spooky country road look behind me as I get to a red light and there's a, an elderly lady crossing the road and I, I just caught myself thinking if she turns around and she has a clown's face I'm freaking <laughs> Exploring it, red light, maybe backwards. I don't even know. <laughs> Any direction to get away, you know. Creepy clowns have, have got me spooked, so I, I don't know. But we'll uh, we'll come back to those. Um, so, uh, in, you know, I said who we are. Um, what have we been doing recently? What what have you guys been up to in San Francisco, Rook? Uh In San Francisco, we've been, you know, we've been trying to mix it up. We've been doing uh, every week. We deliver the meals on wheels, and and it's so funny, Specter, because on Thursdays there's always something going on, and um, when whenever it's a Thursday and we we uh, have to spend that volunteer time, you know, bringing food to the elderly and and the sick in our community, uh, there's always something that puts us in sort of a bad mood right before we leave to go. And it never fails. It's like the universe smacks us right in the face and says, oh, no, 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 I don't, I don't think you need to be in a bad mood right now because you're about to go serve food to a 102-year-old lady. And if she's in a happy mood, despite everything she's going through, then you need to shut up. <laughs> it happens right. every time we do. The first lady we deliver to, is her name is Georgia, and she's 102. And I swear to God, that woman is so positive and so wonderful that every time I leave her house, I'm going, I don't have a damn thing to complain about. So uh, we've been doing that every week, and we've been um, picking up needles still. You know, there's the balance. A lot of needles. A lot of, uh, what's going on lately? I, San Francisco, your heroin problem is getting freaking out of hand, and I'm, I don't mean to make fun. I'm, I'm, I'm really not poking fun at this. It's just, we've been doing this for, what, over five years now, and, and we can't believe how many, I mean, when we were out with you just a few weeks ago, Spectre, didn't we pick up like a 157 or something yeah, like that? Yeah, that's right. It was a crazy amount, just in, in a couple of hours. Right? And then Bug and I, by ourselves, just as fast, 151. It's getting, and that's just in the small area that we cover, you know, within a maybe, uh, I don't know, what would you say, a three-mile radius? Yeah. It's pretty yeah, pretty it's, it's pretty, it's bad, but... But other than that, you know, we're all planning all the initiative branches. You know this. We're all planning our our, um, our November big outreach events for warm clothing and such. And uh, I know that you guys in New York, and I'm turning this back to you now, you guys um, just had uh, an outreach, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> I have to say as well, though, before we get on to that, your your Mills on Wheels thing, you know, may put you in a good mood. It puts me in a good mood as well. Every time you uh, you write the the little stories about the people that you bumped into and the people that you helped, it, it it puts a smile on my face, honestly. And and if people don't follow the California Initiative on on Facebook and and Rock and Bug, do because uh, you know even if for whatever reason you're not able to go out and help people yourself. Um, it's inspiring to, piece, to see people who do, and, and maybe it would inspire you to uh, to get involved as well. Because you know, Mills on Wheels, uh, I'm sure they're always looking for help. Oh, dude, they are. They're definitely so. Thank you. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy to hear that. 
so. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in New York, we we had an outreach last Tuesday. We normally do our outreaches on Thursday, but we had um, impact from the Extreme Justice League came down, came well, came up from uh, North Carolina on uh, last Thursday. Um, sorry, Tuesday, and um, we also mm-hmm. had a, a bunch of uh, guys that I work with who came in from Glasgow. They literally flew all day from Glasgow, Scotland, out to New York, and literally got off the plane, came into the city, and I dragged them out on a homeless outreach. And uh, we, I think we probably saw a record number of homeless people on the streets. And I I don't know what was going on. There must have been some terrorist alert or something, because there there was a whole bunch of armed police all over the city, kind of counter-terrorism vans and things. Um, So the normal mass transit hubs where you find homeless people in New York were pretty abandoned. but we, we ended up just walking around some of the quieter areas, and there were just camps and camps of people just down the sidewalk. So uh, it's, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad we were able to help a large number of people, but, but really, you know, that, that's one day a week that we're able to give them a few supplies to keep them ticking over. Um, and uh, like you said, with the cold weather kind of coming in pretty thick and fast on the East Coast at the moment, it seems to be getting colder and colder by the day. Um, it, it does worry me, you know, there's a lot of people out there who need coats and blankets and just the basics just to make it through the cold nights. So uh, we're going to be doing our, our uh, coat and blanket and hat and glove, everything drive um, over the next couple of weeks and then hoping to get a good stock of that stuff to give out. You know what I just thought of? It, it, I live in a warmer climate. You know, what, what do our temps get? I, I think if we reach below 40 we we all freak out over here we all lose our minds seriously and and we all run out and just buy all the wood in the world and we all you know start i know it's pathetic right <laughs> shut up nightbug <laughs> um and uh always with the sad music um it, it, i realized that that i i am sitting here thinking to myself what do they do in new york or in minnesota or what where do the homeless go when it's it's below freezing temps out there what do they do you know and uh because yeah. I, I know there are shelters but i'm sure that there are those who who for some reason or other can't or or choose not to go into the shelter uh not just because they're being you know super picky or anything but because of legitimate reasons and concerns like not splitting up a family you know yeah. or uh fear of attack in a shelter and things like that do happen or you know, fear of, of getting illnesses and shelters. I, that's what I've heard directly from um, homeless people that we talk to. So it would be an interesting show for me and for anybody who else on a warmer coast that has no idea of what um, these poor people go through in the cold weather. So just, just thoughts. We always yeah, throw out yeah, thoughts on future shows. Fun whole show on that in the future and uh and you know i'm sure our, our friends from the legacy initiative and, and you know other groups who have a ton of experience around uh homeless outreach could add their two cents there as well because uh it exactly. is a problem you know i, I there are times I, I commute into the city every day and i have i walk to my train station and then from grand central to my office and you know it's it's a couple of miles it's not far but you know, there are times when the wind just cuts you to pieces, like any bare piece of skin, and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're actually in pain from how cold it is. And uh, you know, it, <clears throat> sometimes it just boggles my mind that a human being can even, can even, you know, survive in these kind of temperatures sleeping outside. So, definitely. Exactly. Problem. Exactly. Um, 
So, yeah, the other thing we've been doing in New York is we've been talking to um, Room to Grow, who we had on the show last week, about volunteering in there. So, we're, you know, we're hoping to get a team uh, into Room to Grow to do just basic stuff, you know, just lifting boxes and sorting clothes and sorting books. And, and they, they have, we talked about last week, this baby boutique where um, parents who are living in poverty can, can come and get books and clothes and things for their kids. Um, and it's amazing. It's like, it's like a store. Everything's sorted and organized and clean, and it, it's a lovely, lovely space. Um, so we're looking to go in there and volunteer and just you know, help, them, help them keep that going uh, every two weeks as well. So kind of alternating the homeless thing with the, with the room to grow work. That's a that's a wonderful. Oh, I still like you know last week, the last show really got to me. I thought that's wonderful that they have something like that available because I'm in there. You've been there, you know. When you don't have enough money, you just have enough to feed your kids, and that's it. So you know, it's great to have somewhere they can go to where they can get supplies. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, they're they're amazing. So uh, I'll be uh, posting photos and video blogs and all of that junk. Um, The other thing I'm personally doing over here, which just now seems like the stupidest thing I could possibly have done, is um, (laughs) decided that I'm going to run a 5K every day in November. And, you know... Oh, that's right. (laughs) It's dumb because it's cold now it's dark like i'm i'm either at work or it's dark so i you know i used to run up a river it was picturesque and sunny and lovely and warm now it's dark and there are raccoons and probably cougars or whatever mountain lions up there and there's no way in there. and you're not even allowed to run on that thing at night so like all, all i've got is a running track with one floodlight which is the most boring soul-destroying and painful experience ever and apparently i'm going to be doing that a 5k on that thing every day through november rain or shine injury or no injury sick or healthy whatever but uh, wow dude yeah that's awesome now you know there's there's a real life superhero Razorhawks um, who who's been on our show before and who Ooh. put together <laughs> who put together uh, Project Hope um, the the you know inception of Project Hope anyway he um, he lost like seventy something pounds and the way he did that in the winter he walked around malls you know indoor malls now because I was thinking you're gonna run in the snow and such. I know it's ridiculous, but you can't run inside of a mall because then they'll they'll look at you like you're weird. But man, you guys don't have an indoor running track where you can, you know. I I, I don't want my co-host catching pneumonia. That's that's uh. That's <laughs> well, you what, know what? Um, I concerned do with. have a treadmill. It's like a it's the most decrepit old treadmill. <laughs> and and it, again, so boring running on a treadmill. But if the worst comes to the worst. I may have to do one or two days on that thing just just to get me through. But but so you know, so I'm doing that That's for. That's what she um, said. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what. Wow. She said. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, <laughs> so I'm doing that for the Breast Cancer Research Foundation and hoping to raise a good amount of money. So I'll post up some links to my uh, on, on Heroes 101 to my sponsorship page, and if anyone is kind enough to throw down a few bucks for uh, breast cancer research, then that would be. Very, very kind of them, and I'll uh, I'll return the favor by posting painful video blogs showing how much it sucks to run a 5K every day. 5K. Now, now, did you decide? Because I'm I'm really curious about this. Did you decide to do the 5K? Is that just a number you arbitrarily, or or is it something that uh, everybody else is doing uh, for for breast cancer awareness somewhere? 
so I've only known one other person do it, and my my cousin actually in the UK did this last year. Um, mm-hmm. She yeah, so they they have this thing which is really really popular in the UK. It's it's kind of picked up over here in the states as well, called uh, Movember, and the idea is you grow a mustache yeah. through November and. And you, you know, you take sponsorship for how much, how stupid you can look with a mustache. And after the end of November, you get a few bucks and uh, put it towards cancer research. Um, and it's all around like uh, raising awareness and funds for uh, things like testicular cancer, prostate cancer, kind of male-oriented type cancers. Um, my cousin, being a woman, didn't grow a mustache last year. I, I don't think so. Um, <laughs> She uh, she decided she was gonna she was gonna do something else called Movember, which was running a 5K every day instead of growing a mustache. Um, and I mean, she's a runner; she runs all the time, and uh, she found it tough. I think I've run about twice in October, and it sucks. And I thought I was gonna die. Um, so we'll we'll see we'll see how this all goes. Hmm. Well, I <laughs> might join you. I don't know if I can do a 5K every day, but I, I think I I could do a mile. But we'll see. We'll see. Every little helps. Yeah. Right? I mean, if we're both suffering, then, you know, the misery loves company. So, so yeah, we'll discuss that off the air. But I, that might be a good thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. You know anyway, what? I, I mean, we also seems to be rapidly, rapidly coming around. And I'm kind of drawing out the preamble of this show when we need to get into it. But the, right. the thing that's, that's haunting me at the moment is that the Warrior Dash um, – We've just had the Misfits for Life team created for the April 2017 Warrior Dash in Los Angeles. And you know what? We're not far from November, and November really doesn't seem far from April. And I'm thinking the winters suck in New York. I'm, I'm not doing any exercise from in basically February or March. So uh, if, if I don't do some exercise over, like, uh, November and December, I'm done. Like, there's no way I'm finishing that Warrior Dash. So I need some kind of a motivation to get moving. <clears throat> All right. I'm in. That, that sounds good. You just reminded me. You just reminded me that I'm also on that Warrior Dash team, and I'm going, oh, he's absolutely right. Dang it. Okay, fine. There we go. It's on the air now. We have to do it. You know how that goes. Darn it. Yeah. Misfit's <laughs> not going to let us escape this time. No. And if you guys want to join us, we mention all these things because, like we said, Misery Love Company and anything that we do from these outreaches in uh, New York to him running to these needle pickups over here uh, to me attempting to run, we, you know, we'd love to have you join us, whether it's physically, you know, in person or virtually. We'd, we'd love to have you join us because, you know, uh, the more the merrier with everything we do, seriously. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Nothing we do uh, really requires superhero skills. Um, sometimes you might need to be a little dumb to, to sign up for it, but uh, I don't mind that. Um, but, yeah, anyone yeah. can do what we do. There's, you know, we're not, we're not superheroes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Wait, anyway. excuse me, I, I can fly. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, I've seen, I've seen the videos. <laughs> You believe you can fly. <laughs> All right. All right. We just lost like 50 listeners because of that. Just kidding. Just kidding. By the way, our, our listening our listening stats now have hit over 50-something thousand listens. So, yay. Well, I think we hit that a while ago. It's just I haven't mentioned it. Anyway, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Yeah, and <laughs> you know what? I think <laughs> we're actually – we've just passed my two-year anniversary of joining the show, and I believe we're not far from the show's four-year anniversary. Holy moly, we got to have a celebration soon. We will. We <laughs> We've got to have another birthday party. 
right? Any reason to party. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tonight, what the hell are we talking about? We're talking about uh, Wheel of oh, God, Fortune, um, which is what? <laughs> so uh, we decided, we've done a whole bunch of disaster prep shows, and, and Rock, you do this really, really well. You know, I, you're, you're one of the uh, most prepared people I know. Um and then most informed on this subject. So we figured rather than just doing another boring old disaster prep show where we talk about the same stuff, we're going to quiz our listeners. So if you're listening in, we've got the, the chat room open. We've got a bunch of people in the chat room now, including uh, Geekpile, who is uh, one of our f- most faithful listeners week after week. Um, hey, Geekpile. So uh, if you want to talk on the chat rooms, you can go to blogtalkradio.com slash heroes101. If you want to uh, phone in and talk to us like a real person, we like that. We like the old-fashioned. Um, so you can call in and talk to us on area code 347-326-9827. That's 347-326-9827. You're probably either already listening to us on that or you're uh, on blogtalkradio.com and you can see it above our Awesome photo, uh, awesome uh, artwork that uh, Vector did for us, actually. Um, yeah. So anyway, and, and we'll on that note, I, mm. I've got to I've got to let you know that we will have um, a few others joining us later. Um, right now, though, there was a little scheduling conflict that uh, I believe it was a uh, four superheroes were um, doing um, a live. They, they decided to go live and and do a, um, an interview tonight. So as soon as they're done, they're going to be joining us for the rest of our show. So, yeah, so just to let you guys know, you'll be hearing from, I believe, Impact and uh, Robert Frost and maybe Dusk, too, later tonight. Nice. So all real-life superheroes. Cool. So we'll be, we'll be quizzing them on their own uh, disaster prep and uh, seeing how they stack up against the mighty rock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn, no pressure whatsoever. And, uh, you know, we're also going to be talking about these freaking clowns. Um, so, oh, my God, right? And, uh, yeah, I'm dying to talk about these clowns because it just confuses the hell out of me. But we'll, we'll come on to that at the end. So um, <laughs> disaster prep. So my my first question, oh, yeah, and, and for this quiz, for our Wheel of Misfortune, um, <laughs> I love that. We are um, we're going to be giving away prizes, real actual prizes, some things that you'll actually want. Um, from my side of the uh, my side of the country, I'm going to be 3D printing you um, custom keepsakes. I'm not going to tell you what they are, um, but they're going to be something cool that you get, and you say, "Whoa, this Spectre really actually printed me this awesome thing." Um, I hope I'm not talking it up too much. Uh, it might be a keychain. Um, that's a big twinkie. That's it. Maybe a big <laughs> twinkie as well. I don't know. Um, <laughs> so that, that's me. How about you, Rog? What, what are you giving away from uh, from your I'm side? I'm giving away. Starbucks gift cards, and even if you hate Starbucks, even if you go, oh, God, I hate their coffee, wine, 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 whatever, dude, give them away. The holidays are coming up, and then you can, or you can hand them to a homeless person so that they can have a warm cup of coffee and a pastry or whatever. So Starbucks gift cards and 3D printed items. How can you not want to play? So here we go. So uh, for for those people listening, I'm going to start the questions. I'm going to leave this one hanging out there. Um, my question is simply this. If we're talking about disaster preparedness, um, I am going to give a prize to the first person who either in the chat room or calls in, and I'm going to keep this till later if, if people can't get it now. Um, 
I'm going to give a prize to the first person who can name five different types of disaster. And uh, uh-huh. there, there are there are kind of formal descriptions of what a disaster is. And I know you can Google it and you can cheat, but you 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 know if you get it right, you'll earn my everlasting respect. And if you cheat, then I'll, right. I'll know I'll know in my soul that you've cheated, and I'll, exactly. I'll be frowning at you. And so what we have to do now in order to get the, the very first person to do that, we're going to have to clear our – we've got a couple of callers on hold, and we've got to clear you so that we can see who answers this question first. Okay, so if you got the answer to Spectre's question, name five different types of disasters first. Call in, okay? So the boards are clearing. Hello? And let's see. Boards are clearing and call in. Now, if you've got the answer, okay, or if you got it in the chat room, okay, let's see if because there were people on hold already, so I'll see if they call back in, cool. and if not, <laughs> and I would say that there are there are different classifications of what a disaster is, and different kind of government bodies and emergency bodies who categorize what a disaster is, so I'm going to be fairly flexible, but there are some things that I maybe won't accept. So we'll see. <laughs> we'll uh, okay. see how you do. Okay, so we've got we've got a caller who and and caller if you do know the answer to this cuz we're only taking answers right now to the uh to the quiz question. So we're going to go ahead and take this caller. Awesome. Hi caller. Hello. This is 540 area code. We are taking answers to the quiz show only right now. Do you have the answer to Specter's question? Okay, um, I gotten part of the question, but I couldn't hear all because I was doing something. So, could you repeat the question for me? Yeah. So the question is, can you name five different types of disaster? Okay. Um, well, okay. So that would be actually kind. Of, it, would be, it would be kind of easy. So, because I, I originally came from Alabama, so we had a lot of disasters in that area. Um, one would be um, hurricane. Um, a flooding, let me see what else, um, a tornado, um, yeah. and because um, because uh, living in Alabama, I mean we we would have a lot of tornadoes up in Tuscaloosa and such. But um, let's see, let me see, I need two more. Um, two more, yeah. <laughs> I, I want to say earthquake. Oh yeah, um, earthquake. And um, I'm going to take one more. One more. Um, oh, I know. Come on, come on. <laughs> <laughs> we, need um, the, uh, we need the ticking clock timer noise on here. Diddle da diddle da Well, here we'll make it easier. We'll make it easier for you. <laughs> yeah, it could be. It can be. It could be natural disaster, an emergency, or man-made disaster, uh, an emergency. Oh, yeah. God. well, in that case, um, a drought. Because I remember. Um, years ago, um, when I was in Alabama, we had a drought that went on for at least three to four months, and um, and there was a lot of people that were low on food, um, especially especially in the neighborhood where I lived, because there wasn't a whole lot of um, there wasn't a whole lot of food um, to be given around because um, it was on the news that a lot of uh, farmers' crops were actually destroyed because of the drought, and um, and, and so because the record highs were like. About 120 degrees 
some were um, it probably didn't get lowest until like about uh, lowest would probably be about 101. And so, but wow. uh, yeah, yeah. And the 120 was the highest record um, temperature in the state of Alabama. And, and that's and the last time it ever, the last time it ever got hot like that was back in 19, yeah, I think it was 1991 or 1990, somewhere around in there. And so, it, and so 120 was a record number. And they, they really had to uh, buckle down on a lot of people using, like, power, water, and things like that. And uh, as a matter of fact, there were actually about six or, you know, about five or six reported um, um, heat deaths of um, of um, children being left in their um, cars, and they had passed, and they actually were, you know, passed on because of the heat. Um, so it was, it, 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 it was pretty intense. No wow. kidding. You know what? That definitely counts. We're going through uh, a drought here in California too. Even though it's raining today, we have been going for most of the year. We've we've had a drought. Uh, status. So, yeah, exactly. Not as extreme as, as what you talked about, and, and that is a disaster. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's, uh, that definitely counts. Yeah. So. Uh, I, I would also have taken, I guess, kind of linked to droughts. I would also, also have taken wildfires. And, you know, I guess, Rock, you mentioned, you know, man-made disasters. Yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a yeah. whole ton of stuff that yeah. could be the result of political issues, yeah. you know, riots, terrorist attacks. Oh, yeah. But there there was actually a big forest fire that happened in Florida, as a matter of fact. And um, it was so big and intense that the smoke actually traveled up to Birmingham and, um on the um, on the channel um, on the channel six um, um, uh, sky cam, you can actually see the haze of the Florida um, like uh, like you, you can see the haze of the Florida smoke um, covering the entire city of Birmingham. So it was, I mean, I mean, it was really it was really bad being, and you, you can literally like walk outside of your house and you can smell the smoke, and you're wondering where's the smoke coming from, and then you realize, oh, hey, it's coming all the way from Florida. Wow! 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 So, yeah. So, my friend from Alabama, you've won yourself uh, something awesome that I'm going to 3D print for you and send to you. But uh, in order to do that, I'll actually need your name and address. So uh, I won't ask you for it now, obviously, but uh, if you would be so kind enough to uh, ping us a message to um, Heroes 101 Radio, if uh, if Facebook works for you, then uh, if you could send us a message and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll get yeah. you your gift. Yeah, that's fine. As a matter of fact, um, as a matter of fact, my name is um, actually I'm Stark. I'm, I'm known on Facebook as um, as I'm DD Deppin, but the but the other um, name is also on Dark Defender. So, um, so I, I, I've been the one um, contacting you all to, um, you know, you know, finding out what the topics for every week. <laughs> nice. Thank you. Oh, great way to call in first time and win something. That's, that's great. <laughs> that's wonderful. That's the way to do it. Um, so we've got now that, like he said, we've got a uh, um, yeah prizes to give out. So we'll be in touch with you through you know Facebook and stuff, and you can give us where to send where to send cool prize because I'm I'm kind of jealous. I want one of those cool. 3D printed okay. things from Spectre too. So, what we're gonna do now? Uh, we're gonna go to you know what we can do. We can we can. Uh, I'll tell you what. If you want to play the rest of the game with us to give other people a chance, we're gonna put you on hold real quick. And okay. um, if you've got uh, if you've got an answer to um, 
to another question, just hit that number one button again. Because that, does that work that way, Bug? Yeah, that's the fanwork rule for sure. Okay, okay, because otherwise it'll it'll show that you want. When you hit the number one, when you call in, guys, it, it puts a little uh, symbol next to your phone number that lets us know that you want to call in. But um, yeah. if we don't see that, then we don't know that you want to call in. So this way we can make it fair for the people in the chat room and anybody else calling. Uh, so, But we're going to put you on hold now. And okay. uh, there you go. And But you'll still be able to hear us, okay? All right. Thanks a lot, Rock and Roll. I appreciate and what it. Sh- what, Thank you. What should we call you? Should we call you DB Defense, or which which name do you want to go by? The Dark Defender's fine, because, um, cause, I mean, uh, a, a lot of um, people on Facebook call me either DB or they'll call me um, the Dark Defender. So, because um, okay. sometimes, um, sometimes Impact calls me DB, or, um, or, or my brother from Florida, who's part of my division, um, um, he calls me DB. So, I mean, it, it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> oh, okay. No, that sounds cool. we got we got a couple names we can call you, so Dark Defender or DB. I like it. Okay, thank you, and we'll put you on hold now. All right, rock and roll. All right. All right, we got our first winner. So, now you guys in the um, you guys in the chat room, you got. I see that you're answering questions too. So, uh, yeah, we'll see if you can get a couple of these answers uh, before DB gets to them. So. Um, you know what? We we started off the game, but we didn't start with our nifty little uh, our nifty little little wheel of misfortune soundbite. Okay, so oh. before you read before you read the next question, let me know and I'll hit the soundbite. Yeah, we need that. Really? I've got to say though, in the last question, I love it. Uh, <clears throat> Geek Pile was uh, was nailing it. Geek Pile said drought, blizzard, earthquake, flood, tornado, hurricane. Um, Tree Song from the uh, Chicago Initiative said Sharknado. Honestly. <laughs> That, that movie was a disaster. I don't know whether the movie was a disaster or Sharknado would be a disaster, but either I'm, I, I think that deserves a prize just in itself. Um, I, and I Geek Pell said zombies, you know. I would wholeheartedly yeah. agree. Zombies is, is a disaster. Yeah. Um, we've all got to prepare for. Okay, okay. So here's the thing. You know what? Uh, if sharks were flying around in a tornado, that'd be one hell of a disaster. So, yeah, Sharknado counts. <laughs> That's terrible. Things horrifying. No, no booing the answers. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. So, uh, yeah. So next on Wheel of Misfortune. Wow, that's a that's a hell of a sample there, Bug. How big is your wheel, and, Night Bug? I know, right? How big is that wheel? <laughs> Yeah, I know. That's what that's what she, that's what she said. Yeah, right? I walked right into that one. Anyway, um, okay, our next question. This is important. How many gallons of water per person per day do you need after a disaster? How many should you plan for? How many gallons of water per person per no day? No Googling. No Googling. Ready? Okay, and, and I actually... I'm I'm not sure about the time delay for the people listening in uh to the you know in the chat room so there could be a little couple second delay so anybody got that no googling and I think uh okay we got an answer from Geekpile it says 
four gallons per person per day. And sorry, that's that's uh that's the wrong answer. Oh, thanks. Bug. Okay. Now look. I did not Google that. I I'm wondering though, what if you're just really thirsty? Like some sometimes when I have a hangover, I could I could get through like twenty gallons, I think. Yeah, you 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 (laughs) could. (laughs) Now see, here's the reason that I'm gonna say, because I could say yes, you absolutely could have four, but that will. And, and this comes back to this point, guys. This is really important. When I was researching this, this you know, again, even though we've done so many disaster preparedness shows, it's really super depressing. The things you read about, the things that you have to prepare for, especially for the biological, nuclear, chemical warfare things, okay? Yeah, sure, you know, we're, we're not that nature is, is an easier pill to swallow when your house gets taken by a tornado or such. But when it's something man-made, that's even more horrifying, infuriating, depressing. So that is one of the reasons why people don't want to do this. They don't want to prepare because a lot of people, they call it pessimism. Believe it or not, yes, they do. And they also don't want to face those ugly, ugly, scary realities. So when I say, no, it isn't four gallons, that's because I don't want everybody who's on a budget thinking, holy crap, I have, I have five people in my family. You mean I have to go get 20 gallons per day for three days, which is, you know, 60 gallons? Where am I going to keep that? It's actually a smaller number, more manageable. The gallons of water per person per day is just one. And believe it or not, Half of that is for washing. If you want to wash your hands, if you want to brush your teeth, anything you know of that nature. But one gallon per person per day. So if you have a family of four, four gallons times three, because you want at least three days worth. Twelve gallons is much easier to manage, isn't it? Go you out and get it. I mean, definitely, mm-hmm. I, you're absolutely right. But to me, thinking if uh, if I had to bug out on foot carrying four gallons of water, you know, I've got a family of four myself, carrying four gallons of water per day, if I'm thinking of like a three-day trip, 12 gallons of water is a lot of weight to carry. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a lot to take. And and that brings me to another point that that, um, it's, it's so good to have, we always talk about this, and I swear to God, I've seen people, I know people who've had their homes burned down. We know people that have been screwed in an earthquake. We live in California. And when I mean screwed, they got up, you know, after the earthquake and woke up to see that half their kitchen was destroyed. And it wasn't even the big, the big one. Um, so when I say have a plan, I, I absolutely mean don't be like the people that we know who had no plan. They didn't know what to do before, during, or after the disaster hit. And you don't want to be those people. You want to have a plan that everyone in the family knows about, everybody, and someone far away. So um, we'll get to that, too. I have a question. Yeah. yeah. And you know what, as well, I think, um, I, I think the, the, the point I made earlier about the types of disaster, that you know, the FEMA doesn't recognize, for example, power cuts or um, contaminated water, you know, a breach in your water supply, disrupted water supply as a disaster. But... 
to me, you know, I, I've seen people in New York literally die from those things. You know, power cuts, uh, <clears throat> lack of heating, lack of water. During um, Hurricane Irene, Hurricane Sandy, there were literally people who died because of just not having clean water. And, uh, you know, and, and we think, I, I guess, especially in the New York area, you know, we, we don't typically have earthquakes, or if we do, they're very low magnitude. You know, we, we've had a tornado up here where I live, north of the city, but, you know, and, and it did do some damage. But th- those are kind of once every 20 years. It's, there's definitely an attitude of, hey, it probably won't happen to me. Um, but storms that can disrupt your water supply and can disrupt your power do happen to people all the time. And there's enough people out there without generators, without, you know, without backup water that can, uh, can get in a lot of trouble very, very quickly. Oh, you know what? Uh, that is one of the realities. You know what's another reality that hits you in the face when you, you know, it, you think it happens in the movies? We lived in San Diego for a couple of years, and there was an alert put out that uh, one of our water pipes might have been contaminated in our city. So they were warning everyone in this city um, not to drink the water from there. And I thought, well, I'm going to casually go over to the store and pick up a few because we've got so many grocery stores in our city. We went to two grocery stores, and it was pandemonium. People were grabbing all the water because they didn't know how long this was going to take to fix. It was, ridic- it was like a, a zombie movie, and that was just because of the possibility of contamination in the water, which it turns out they tested, and it wasn't after all. But for those two and a half hours, people were ready to beat each other up for water. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, super so important to have. That room is saying um, water filtration and purification is also important, and <clears throat> I couldn't agree more. I mean, Treesung saying he's got one of these life straws that you can literally drink unfiltered water, and it filters the water as you drink it through the straw. And those are great for um, limited uses. Um, but, they, you know, I think you know, anyone who has a camping stove can boil water. And, you know, just bringing water to a rolling boil should be enough to kill most of the bacteria in it. And, it, you know, it may not be the kind of thing that you want to be drinking gallons and gallons of water for, for week after week. Um, but it, it'll get you through a tough spot just having, just ha- having a camping stove with a, a gas canister that you can just boil a pan of water. Right. And that brings us to uh, another quiz question that I think you had ready to go, Spectre. Oh, man. And, you know, I blatantly just stole this from you. I, this is one of the coolest facts. I don't care. I really garbled <laughs> it when we were talking about this before the show. But um, there's, um, there's a fact that I learned from you on our very first disaster prep show, which was probably two years ago, um, which was uh, there's a certain amount of time that you can go without air, without water and without food and i would be interested if someone can name all three of those so how long can you go without air how long can you go without water and how long can you go without food and i'm not talking about you as in a specific individual because you know maybe you can go an hour without food and then you get peckish but um i'm talking about human beings in general how long can you survive without air without water and without food Pop quiz, hot shot. Pop quiz, hot shot. <laughs> and I forgot the wheel noise. I forgot to give you the warning, bug. Um, and let, let's do right. the wheel noise anyway, because I liked it. The, that one? Or the, the wheel the, noise. Okay, sure. Wow. Loud? That's loud, yeah. Yeah, that's really loud, but cool. I'm not, I'm not close to this down enough. 
<laughs> so the question again for those people in the chat room is, how long can a human being survive without air? How long can a human being survive without water? And how long can a human being survive without food? If you can get all three of those right, and maybe we'll give you a hint when we get there, but if you can get all three of those right, you will also win a pretty cool 3D printed something from me. Wow. I want the pre-3D thing. I should pretty much just give you one because you you, you taught me this lesson, so uh, without you I wouldn't know the answer myself. Oh, oh, okay, good. Well, now I want, dang it, I was going to say, if you pull the one on me tonight that I didn't know about before, you could quiz me too, and I'd go, oh, either I get it or I don't. Let's see, okay, so uh, I see we have uh, a new person that just joined the chat room, so um, Lion, if you've got the answer to how long can you go without air, how long can you go without water, and how long can you go without food? Just go ahead and start typing in. And if not, we will go ahead and take, we've got the call still. Sounds like he might know. Let's ask him. Hello? DB, DB, you're back on the air. Do you have the answer to that? Okay, so I've been thinking, but I, I, I'm getting tongue cat, sorry. Uh, um, I was, I, was, I, was just, I was thinking about that as you were talking about it. So the longest for a person to survive without air, I would say. And, and just to clarify, we're talking about average people here, not, uh, you know, Olympic free divers or whatever who can go 90 minutes or whatever, whatever <laughs> right. those guys can manage. We're talking about the average person who, you know, sucked into space or whatever happens. Okay. All right. So. Okay, so for a person surviving without air would be, let's see, on on a on an average, I'd say, I'd say you, I, I, I would probably say about at least a maximum of fifteen minutes. Um, for food, I would say, see, week-wise, I'd say three weeks, and then underwater, mm. without water. How long can you go without oh. water? Oh, without water. Okay. Uh, without, yeah. Oh, for, without water, I would say I'd give it, oh, man, I'm, I'm, trying, I'm, trying, I'm trying to screw it up here. Uh, um, no, it's okay. No okay. pressure. All right. Um, I'd say I'd say a week. You are okay. pretty close. You're pretty close. <clears throat> um, Geek pile in the uh, in the chat room says without air two minutes, without water two days, and without food two weeks. Um, you said without food three weeks. And I'm I'm going with that one. What what do you think, Rook? Yeah, he I think that he's got the three week he wins the three weeks and uh geek power. The, the, uh-huh. the, the, the reason I thought of three weeks is because um I'm in a I'm in a program that um it's like a combination of like Boy Scouts and ROTC and I remember learning about that years ago. So so that so that's where it kinda like 
Oh yeah, yeah. No, they, that's they have good programs there, and and you did get so you did get the three weeks. So you did you got the number without going over. So for okay. the uh, air and the water, Geek Pile got them. So you guys are going to split that um, because you can go and the the way to remember this, I think Spectre remembers how to explain it. Kind okay. of. I, I think I do now. I didn't earlier when we talked. Yeah. But, but yeah. So the yeah. way the way I remember this, the rock taught me, which I think is pretty cool, is you can go uh, three minutes without air. So underwater, whatever, you know, the average person would drown after three minutes. Um, you can go three days without water, which is, to me, that's pretty surprising. I mean, but, I, you know, I guess this is in terms of surviving rather than being comfortable. And you can obviously, yeah. say, go three weeks without food. So uh, That's true. Yeah. Yay! So, DB, you get one, and and Geek Pile gets gets uh, a couple on those too. So, good job, guys! Woo! Yeah, nice. thank you. <laughs> thank you. All right, all right, Keith, we're gonna put you back on hold. All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's see. Okay, and then um. Let's see. We'll, we'll go to the next one. I'll tell you what. And some of these, for the sake of time, because I do want to talk about those clowns. God, I really do. Um, if I don't see new callers and new people uh, um, uh, coming on in to, to answer, then I'll uh, I'll go ahead and give you the answers. Let's see. Um, in fact, I think Tree Song. Yeah, I think we got uh, the three people that were playing all won uh, won their nice little 3D printer things and the and the Starbucks gift cards. Um, so the next one is, uh, when disaster strikes, should you, A, and I'm going to ask this of Spectre, my co-host, because he doesn't know the answers to these. A, stay put and wait for help. B, leave immediately, go to a shelter or designated meeting spot. C, go to a neighbor's home and follow their lead. Or D, monitor TV and radio and make your decision based on circumstances. Wow, so that's that's a tough one, you know. I, I I'm thinking this may be a trick question, um, <laughs> because you know, for me, it would depend on the type of disaster. I'm kind of leaning towards D because I, you know, I'm naturally that that type of a person who doesn't want to doesn't want to react too quickly and do something foolish. Um, you know, trying to uh, and and you know, trying to bug in and stay in my house and then find that there's a flood and I'm stranded or trying to bug out and then finding that the roads are blocked and I'm stuck on the roads in the middle of winter or something. So definitely, uh, you know, not not, uh, not reacting too quickly would be my first instinct and in trying to trying to find out everything I could first. Um, but, you know, equally, I'm also of the mindset that if I leave it too long, then the roads probably will be blocked if I'm trying to get out or, you know, I, I'll have the choices taken away from me. So I'm reluctantly feeling like I'm being set up for a fool, going to say D. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I, w- I won't give you the answer yet, only because Geek Pile wanted us to repeat the question. Oh, when disaster it. strikes, yeah, when disaster strikes, you should A, stay put and wait for help, B, leave immediately, go to a shelter or designated meeting spot, C, go to the neighbor's home and follow their lead. D, monitor TV and radio and make your decision based on the circumstances. So there you go, Geek Pile. Now you hear it. And Spectre already gave his answer. 
Um, by now you're probably listening because they've got that delay, don't they, in the chat room? Or do they? Not really. Okay. Well, let's see. Oh, Geek Pile is typing. Let's see if they get the the answer. Okay, there you go. You both got the answer right. Monitor TV and radio and make your decision based on circumstance. This is very good. And I don't even have to explain it because you reasoned it out, Spectre, properly. That, yeah, if you wait too long, you're stuck. But if you go out too soon, you know, you're not sure of all the circumstances. You don't know where you can, you know, um, of what can happen to you. So um, I'm going to move on to the next question. There's an air quality after. issue you may need to stay put. And, and I think we all know what happened to, uh, to Rick Grimes. He was in a coma, and he, he survived the, uh, the first part of the zombie apocalypse. Um, hasn't been a fun ride for him, but uh, he's doing okay. Yeah, exactly. Oh, keep calm. But if your ass is on fire, you might want to leave. Yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> and you might still have an air quality issue if that's the case. <laughs> exactly. Wah, wah, wah. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. Here's a question uh, for anyone who wants to answer it. Uh, and we do have another caller. And, caller, if you do want to answer, make sure you hit number one so we know that you're, uh, you're willing to call it. What should you do with important documents. There's a disaster. What should you do with your important documents? This one's not an easy one. Put them on Twitter. Wow. Okay, you're fine. Everyone will see them. Okay. For all eternity. Do you have an answer, do you think, Spectre? What should you do? I, I do. With your so I have to learn the answer to this. And while, while we're waiting for someone to answer the question, which was, um, in a disaster, what do you do with your important documents? Um, mm-hmm. I learned to this one, uh, actually, and GeekPile's got it as well. I think because I know that GeekPile's been through the same training I did. Um, community Emergency Response Team training. We've got we to gotta mention that quickly while we're waiting for the answer. Um, community right. Emergency Response Team training is a, is a, a government-run program, completely free to do, and it gives you a ton of useful information about things like what to do in a disaster, what to do during a terrorist attack, um, how to find missing persons, how to triage a medical emergency. There's a ton of useful stuff, you know, like how to how to splint a broken leg or a broken arm, you know. Um, how, you know what what to do if, if you find someone who isn't breathing, um, and and you know that that kind of information can be life saving for you, life saving particularly for the people around you. So. Uh, CERT.org. It's a FEMA-run program, and uh, and and there's pretty much one in every town. You'd be you'd be uh, amazed at how close they are to you as well, and how little time it takes to do them. So uh, that was me uh, just killing time while we're waiting for the answer. But CERT is. <laughs> <laughs> no, the okay. So yeah, you got it. The answer is make copies first of all, and yes, you can put them in a Ziploc. And put them in a fireproof box also if you want to. But you should definitely have copies. And you should take some with you always. And if, like I said, if you can put them in a protective box, excellent. Nice. Uh, I always liked the story from, from San Francisco. And, and I remember hearing this when I first came over years and years ago of the fact that the, the reason there's such a massive Chinese community in San Francisco is because there were so many Chinese immigrants brought over to, to build the railroads and all the other industry <clears throat> that was going on. 
and then there was a huge fire and the city hall was burnt to the ground and they all just said yeah yeah all of my immigration papers are in there you know of course I'm allowed to stay here and I I love the thought that maybe one day that'll happen to me that in during the years and years that I'm waiting to be allowed to stay in the United States maybe there'll be a fire somewhere and I can say yeah yeah my passport was in there of course and uh, nobody right. will take a computer and I'll just be allowed to stay because that, that would be nice yeah, I'm not so bad. That's an interesting bit of trivia there. Wow. Makes sense, too. Um, so I, I was saying, I see that we have 35 minutes left to talk about clowns. So I'm going to roll right through these. I think that anybody who wants to answer, if you want to answer, that's fine. We'll probably end up giving you a prize. But uh, unless you're, you know, calling right in with the, with your finger on that button to let us know that you want to, want to answer the question, we're going to either take it from the chat room uh, or we'll take it from my, my co-host. Let's see. Um, during an evacuation, you should have one place to go and stick to that route so family knows where you are. True or false? During an evac, you should have one place to go and stick to that route so family know where you are. True or false? Well, <clears throat> I would agree that, that you should know the route and you should have the family stick to it but I would say that you probably want more than one place to go. You probably want a plan A and a plan B and maybe a plan C that, you know, if the front door's blocked and there's a fire out there, that you probably want to have a plan to go out the back door instead. But uh, as long as everybody knows it and follows it, I would say that's the important thing. Okay, let's take this other caller, too, and see what they say. And I know who this is. This is our brother, Impact, from the Extreme Justice League. Hey. How you doing, Woo. bud? I'm glad I'm you good, made it. I'm after good, your... sir. No, no, no worries. I know you guys yeah. had your life, and we'll talk about that in a minute. But do you have the answer to that question? Because you sure did hit that one real quick. Well, actually, I was trying to hit it for the last one too. I was hitting the wrong. I was hitting oh. the oh. Like, the call, like oh. a, calling a new one instead of it was weird. Anyway, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think I mean I think it's kind of like what Spectre said. You want to have you want to make sure everyone knows the route and knows at least one way to go or one place to go and have maybe some alternate backups in case. And, you know, you want set meeting places so everyone knows where to get to. And if, you know, if you're not at place A, maybe go to place B and have set routes so you can find each other on the way. And my not answering that question. So. No, night, night bug was a little, was a little slow on the, on the, you did it button. You guys both got it right. Absolutely. During an evac, it's great to have that one place. But you have to have plan A, B, and C. So in case area one is burned down, you know, you're not going to wait there, right? So excellent. Okay, you know what? Uh, I'm going to have, since we didn't get to you on the one you wanted to answer, I've got another one. Um, and, and we'll see if you get this one, okay? Okay. All right. No pressure, man. All right, no, re pressure. no pressure. Are you ready, Impact? I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, yeah. Okay. Actually, I want to give you a good one. Let me see. What's a good one? Uh, okay. I know. Here's one. Name five things you should have in a bug out bag. Any five things. Any five? All right. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see. Okay, and if you see a picture of Wonder Woman, that's, you know, personally, I'd say yes, but come on. let's We'll keep it to the, the actual wait, wait, wait. The comic book, Linda, or Linda Carter? Oh, uh, Linda Carter. Because then everybody says. Well, there goes there goes my first two answers actually. Okay. Um, but <laughs> okay, five things in the bug out bag. 
All right. So let's see. You want at least a few days' worth of clothes, a few days' worth of food mm-hmm. for however many people the bag is supposed to provide for, uh, first mm-hmm. aid supplies, cash, that baggie of important documents, um, flashlights and batteries. Is that five? Uh, enough yeah, water? That's six, dude. You're on a roll. That's seven now. So you got it. And when you say, yeah. uh, when you say oh, uh, food, what, what kind of food would you take? So, oh, sorry. so I went with, I went with, um, like, I bought the, basically these, those big, like, <laughs> they're basically like bricks of calories um, and that I have in mind. Uh, I don't, I've never actually eaten one. They, but they basically look like giant power bars that, you know, you can kind of split up throughout the day and eat bits of. Some people will go and, like, actually do, like, MREs or, or, or power bars or, you know. So you want really stuff that's not going to, you know, non-perishables and stuff that you can make easily in, you know, a pinch, maybe something that you won't need to, like, cook. Uh, so, you know, in case you're trapped somewhere and you can't, you know, there's no stove, no fire. So stuff you can eat as is or maybe add a little water, but that's kind of wasting your supply. And, you know, high, high, high calorie. And usually for, like, three days' worth, I think, is the – three to five days is usually the number that I've seen. Right. Right. Sounds good to that's me. It. Yeah. That's yeah. Yep. That's that's exactly it. And if if you can't, you know, the dollar store has a lot of these items. Believe it or not. I mean, you have. I have some bug out bags right now in my closet, and they've got Vienna sausages. Um, so I'm sorry if you're vegan, that won't work. But um, <laughs> if you're not, Vienna sausages are there. You know, there's a lot of protein. Yeah, there's a lot of salt. So you have to be careful. But if it's three to five days worth, and and you're you can't get you know, there's no way to cook meat. There's no way to to refrigerate anything. Those are those are handy in a pinch. That you know, tuna fish, nuts, dollar store man. Go down there and make sure they're they're all up to date, and uh, you can you can load up there. Good job. Okay, guys. Uh, like I said, I'm gonna roll through these real quickly. Uh, I'm gonna ask Nightbug because he doesn't know the answer, and don't look over at my my notes either. Uh-huh. No, seriously, you'll be cheating. Don't do that. Is this one's for Nightbug? Is the best plan to fend for yourself in a disaster or emergency is that the best plan so it's a true or false true or false the best plan is to fend for yourself in a disaster or emergency oh false why you want to you want to worry about other people in your household at bare minimum right they're you gonna, got it they're gonna they're gonna be hopefully able to help you too. Well, to expand on that, yes, that's the idea. The best plan is to develop a personal support network of family, friends, and others who help you on a routine basis. So even if you're the only weirdo and they call you a prepper or whatever, who cares? Guess whose door they're going to come knocking on when something big hits? Because I already know every time I post something up, all my friends say, I'm coming over to your house. And I'm thinking, yeah, I'm going to close the door on you. I'm not really, but I'm just, if you're listening in and you're a friend of mine, yeah, you better get I your will. butt prepared, okay? Because you've known me for how long and we've told you this. But it's best to tell to tell your, you know, group, someone you know, um, your destination plans. Um, tell them, you know, where you're, in case you can't get home, tell them where your supplies are. Make sure someone else has a key. Discuss every aspect with everyone in your network, including kids. And that way, you know, if you're all separated, you all know what the freaking plan is. So I got it right? You got it right. I, 
I get to use uh, my brother's special uh, applause sound. What the fuck? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm I'm deaf now. That was, and, I should have uh, saved that for the clown part. That, maybe. that was insane. Okay. You should right, save that really? for my entrance. <laughs> right, exactly. Next time Impact comes in, we're going to use that. Um, <laughs> and you know what? I'm not going to make these quick because everybody so far, unless we see, I, I see a new color on there, everybody's won something. So really quickly, I'm going to get to the, the next couple, and then that's it. We'll, we'll start talking about these clowns because I'm dying to talk about them. So if you're outside during a thunderstorm, and people don't think of this as natural disaster, but this stuff happens, and it's been happening more frequently people getting hit by lightning. So if outside during a thunderstorm, what does the 30-30 rule mean? Does anyone know right off? Because if not, I'll go ahead and give you the answer. And I, I know I not. I have no idea. You don't. Okay. This is important to know. Pass it on to your loved ones. If you're outside during a thunderstorm, and sometimes people want to sit out and watch it because, you know, the rain, the thunderstorm is far away. It's not going to get to us. The 30-30 rule means if you count the seconds between the lightning and the thunder, if it's less than 30 seconds, you have to seek shelter immediately for 30 minutes. So that means it's closer to you and can hit you than you think it is. So less than 30 seconds between thunder and lightning means move your butt indoors for 30 minutes. That's what that means. So 30, 30. Um, uh, another one, and this is for this is the most depressing part of of the, like I said, the the quiz for me is the when you start getting into what we called when I used to drive a train here in the Bay Area, uh, we had training called NBC training, and it was called it was for nuclear, biological, and chemical warfare, and that that scared me more than an earthquake. I'll be honest. Um, true or false? Plastic sheeting can provide shielding from radioactive. Um, from radioactive substances. Plastic sheeting that, can provide I I, shielding. I feel like I've heard that. Yeah, I believe that's true. It doesn't yeah. sound feasible, does it? But I've, I think that's true. All right. Well, here we go. The answer is false. Now, you guys are close. Yeah. This, no, this is important to remember. When it's, when it's radio, radiological dispersion devices, you know, those, those dirty bombs, um, those are essentially bomb plus radioactive materials that they set off. So those plastic sheeting can't provide shielding from that, but plastic sheeting can provide um, uh, protection when you're sheltering in place from other items, anything else that's airborne. It can't, pro- can't protect you from radiologically dispersed devices. So, but you can use it when it comes to um, things that a HEPA filter, well, this is my next question, but I'm just going to give you the answer. Did you know that a HEPA filter, which is, it stands for high efficiency particulate um, air device, HEPA filter, if it's in your furnace return duct, uh, or if you have a freestanding one, dude, it can filter most biological agents in your home. So not the radiological ones that come from the, the dirty bombs the biological ones that are airborne. So a HEPA filter. Pretty cool, huh, right? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah, these filters remove particles into the 0.3 to 10 micron range, which completely 
keeps your house safer for biological stuff. That's just, isn't that just creepy as crap, though? You know, all that? I'm, I'm sorry. I know I'm so yes. eloquent. Creepy as crap. Um, <laughs> texting, here's a true or false, and tell me if you guys know this one. And um, take the first answer. Texting and Facebook work during an emergency situation. Oh. I know this one. But Bud knows true. this one, but true or false? Because it's something happened to you. Texting and Facebook work during an emergency situation. I mean, um, I'm, talk, I'm talking to I feel like that depends. Yeah, I would oh. go with depends as well. I mean, you know, I think I think they're gonna a data network is gonna last longer than um than than a voice network, but at the same time, if the if the aerials are gone, they're gone. Like if the, if the power's done, then you're toast. Absolutely, and I'm ending this quiz with that because it was a depends question. True, they can work as long as, like you said, if if everything's still up and running. When you can't make a cell phone call, you can absolutely still text, and texts usually go through. So just because you can't call anyone, you can text. And if the power's still going, if all the cell towers are still going and it's just busy, Facebook absolutely will still work. Unless, again, the power is completely gone everywhere. Um, real quick, I was in Hawaii when the uh, Japanese earthquake hit, and I was heading to the airport when the tsunami alarms, uh, the tsunami was heading to Hawaii, and everyone was trying to get off the island because we didn't know how bad the tsunami was going to be. And the, the there's nothing more horrifying, and I still haven't heard a more horrifying sound, and knock on wood, I hope I never do, than the, the tsunami sirens going off while you're in the airport. And hearing the airport personnel going, I'm really scared right now. I really want to go home. Wow. So, um, yeah, that was a horrifying experience. And, and, you know, it was the one time in my life where I learned something about myself. There, was, there, were, um, there were only two flights left going out on the, on the airline that we were going out of. And there was a whole group of, of um, middle schoolers who had missed their flight. And I looked at my travel companion at that point, and I went, there's only two flights left, and they're not sure if they can get everybody on. And I looked at my travel companion, and I went, well, I guess those kids are going to go, and we're not. And for me, wow, I, normally I – Well, it's, it's not even a bragging point. It was, it was – for me, it wasn't even a thought at the time, you know, that who's going, those kids or me – so you learn something about yourself during, they say disasters bring out the best in you. And, you know, I hope we all uh, do the right thing when it comes to that. It's hard to do under duress, but I never forgot that. And I thought, well, okay, maybe I'm not as horrible a person as I thought I was. But anyway, uh, I am. Anyway, um, so, yeah, try your texting. Try your, and Facebook worked and texting worked because I got a million Facebook messages from friends and family going, oh, my God, get out of there. There's a tsunami headed your way. So, um, it's, you know, we all survived. It turned out to be a, a very small tsunami, but that's just personal experience thrown into the mix there. So, I hope you've got, I, yeah, Deke Pyle saying that if an EMP hits, all electronics are gone. Absolutely. They're all gone, which is why we should all learn how to send smoke signals. <laughs> yeah, do you remember, do you ever remember that uh, Kurt Russell movie, The Escape from Los Angeles, the sequel, where uh, at the end he presses right? the button and says, welcome to the human race, and everything right? goes off. I'm like, 
I'm not, not, I'm not saying it would be as cool as that. You know, we've all seen um, Agent May was dead on the table, and there was a power cut, and they had to bring her back right. with that from the android. <laughs> uh, you right. know, in the real world, that kind of stuff happens. But. Right. Hey, is is Shield out tonight? Uh, yeah, 10 o'clock. Dang it. Oh, okay, I forgot. Sorry, I almost forgot. Thank you for that reminder. <laughs> but so I'm going to leave it there. And I really, you guys, we've had so Oh, I'm sorry, Impact, sounds like you want to say something. No, 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 nothing. I was just going to say I was so oh. far behind on S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, no! Well, well, May's back. It's it's not like The Walking Dead, uh, you know, uh, spoilers. Don't worry. I, I, didn't, yeah, I, didn't, I, know. I didn't even know she got shot, so... Okay, we're not going to say anything. Oh, man. All good. It's all, all good. good. It's all good. Um, we didn't give any big whole plot holes there or anything. I'm, so I'm with not, all I'm not that, too worried. You guys, what we're going to do is we're going to post links to all this. We always do. For everything we bring up, we're going to post it on our site. And, you know, the really super duper cool thing. Oh, I have to hear a cute little kid. Aww. Um, The super duper thing about this, and, yes, I said super, is that – is it really, do you realize that it, it could take you maybe two weeks total? If if you don't have a lot of money right now, um, you don't have to grab everything that you need to be prepared. Um, but in two weeks, you could learn so much. You could have little cue cards around. You can have your plan in place. And you can have, you know, all of your supplies. And just like I said from the dollar store. So two weeks, two weeks to save your own life. Trust me, you, someday you'll thank me and go, I am so glad that you guys kept pushing us because sometimes people need a push. They don't want to hear about all this depressing stuff. And I don't blame you. There's enough of that in the world. So um, thank you so much. And, you know, we need to turn it over to this clown thing because I've really cut into time and I completely apologize. But uh, Let's put a smile on that face. You know, wow. I used to use that sound clip before a song I used to play. Uh, that was that was literally like the beginning <laughs> of my gig would be that sound clip. But uh, what song is it? Was, it was it was actually a song called Serious, of which the, the the chorus went, "Why so serious? Let's put a smile on that face." It was pure plagiarism. Wow, that's awesome. <laughs> nice. We're gonna have to have you. We're gonna have you sing it sometime. So, okay, so we're all talking about clowns now, right? Because I'm dying to talk wow. about these guys. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I was talking to my wife. The, the story I told earlier about uh, freaking myself out reading about these clowns and then seeing an innocent old lady and deciding if she had a clown's face, <laughs> I was just going to probably run her down in the street. Um, maybe, Dude, right? You know, maybe you just run to, away yeah. while soiling myself and crying in a corner. Um, so, so I was talking to my wife about the clown thing, and she said, oh, this clown thing's been going on for years. It's really no big deal. It's just some stupid fad of teenagers mimicking some old story and and you know what? Maybe, but maybe this year things are a little bit different. Maybe they've escalated a little bit more. Um, so, you know, I was reading about the first clown reports of just of this year, which um, were on August 21st. So it's definitely not just a Halloween thing. It's been going on for at least mm-hmm. two months. Um, this mm-hmm. story says uh, arriving home, and this is in uh, Greenville County, South Carolina. And, and most of the uh, reports are around this same, the same county, the same area of South Carolina. So uh, this is arriving home from work one day. A mother is greeted by her son, who's been anxiously waiting to tell her about the clowns he heard whispering in the woods near their apartment complex. Um, Initially, she assumes that his mind's running wild in the summer heat until her eldest son confirms the report, saying he heard chains rattling and banging on the front door. Now, that's enough to freak me the hell out. But... um, 
So then uh, enough reports go into the police in Greenville County. Um, police start looking into it, and they, they don't find any real evidence, but the reports escalate. So eventually um, it's not just children. Um, children, uh, children. Children start off hearing noises, seeing people with clown face paint. One resident said he, he was driving along at 2.30 a.m., and he sees a clown with a blinking nose just stood beside a dumpster in, in an alleyway just staring at him. Um, other children came forward claiming clowns attempted to lure them into the woods with money and that the clowns live in a house by a pond deep in the woods. Um, yeah, freak me out too, and the dog. Um, and then, uh, so, so the police then hear gunshots and find that residents have just been shooting wildly into the woods around the area where the clowns have come from. You know, it's escalated to that point where people are just terror-stricken in this town. Um, and uh, and so yeah, more more uh, reports come out of Greenville County. Um, clown in a laundromat, another clown next to the woods, and then it all starts to spread. So in in North Carolina, we have reports of a machete wielding clown trying to lure a woman into a wooded area. Um, in Winston Salem, in North Carolina, they have uh, extra police presence after two children claim they were offered candy by a clown if they'd follow it into the woods. And, you know, at this point, as I'm reading all this, I'm thinking, seriously, like, there's enough police shootings of innocent people in this country without people dressing up as clowns and threatening children and running around with uh, with machetes, you know. I mean, honestly, if, if I, not that I want the police to shoot anybody, but, man, the, if a clown was trying to lure my children into the woods with a machete they'd be pretty high on my list of people I wouldn't mind being shot. But uh, anyway, my my feelings about shooting clowns aside, um, this this then <laughs> spreads to a dozen other cities in the United States. And then we hear reports in Germany recently, um, there's, a, there's a man dressed as a clown on a train brandishing a knife and banging on the windows of, of the cabins where there are, are children in. Um, there's another man filmed on, on social media running out of the bushes with an axe and brandishing it at cars. Um, in Germany, it's gone to the point where anyone now dressed as a killer clown, and they've they've kind of coined the term killer clown in Germany, anyone dressed as a killer clown can get sentenced to a year in jail. Um, in the UK, my old stomping ground, a clown uh, was reported trying to get into a 22-year-old woman's car. She She literally abandoned the car and ran into a nearby pub, and this clown st- opened the door to the pub, a busy pub with people in it, and was shouting at her that he was going to slice her with a knife. Um, then, in the north of England, a 28-year-old priest was stabbed by someone who he reported as being a creepy clown with a 10-inch knife. So, you know, this to me goes beyond teenagers messing around. Um, I'm not trying to say it's a global clown conspiracy, um, but it, it's definitely escalated to the point where it's no longer a joke. And... Uh, I don't know. What do you think, Rock? I think that um, it started off, you know, I think that, that your wife is right, that, that it's always been around. But I believe that this year has been, well, in the United States, well, everywhere, I guess, there has just been this breaking point of pressure with everything that's been dividing us, you know, the elections, everything else, uh, the threat of, of all this war going on. And people, I think that a ton of people are copycats everywhere and it's their chance to let off steam and try to be funny and if you're mischievous to start with you're probably going to jump on this bandwagon of oh dude let's wear clown costumes and go scare kids um 
So I believe that, that they're not all, I don't believe that they're all, you know, organized, that someone has, has, has got them all together and said, here, we're going to launch here, here, and here. I don't think so at all. I think it's a bunch of copycat things. But with that, I also believe that it's only a matter of time before the first one's shot or severely beaten because they were trying to mess about and they threatened. I know that friends of ours personally had, had their kids' school was shut down because these clowns got online and made um, threats to the school saying that they were going to come and jump teachers or that they were going to catch kids on their way to school, you know, in a class and, and, and beat them. And it was a clown website. The problem is, the thing that, that this is set off is that along with all of that pressure that everybody felt to start the clown, you know, terrorism, as it, as it were, it were um, the other side of that is people letting off steam by saying how they're going to dispense these clowns when they see them. It's people who have wanted any reason to, to beat someone down, to, to take out their frustration. There's a website, did you know this, um, called hashtag, well, it's, it's a whole thing called hashtag if I see a clown. And it's people posting what they would do if they saw a killer clown. And 90% of it is very violent. Yeah. So, you know, but, I, I saw a video uh, literally yesterday of, um, from, from the U.K. <clears throat> that shows literally a mob of people. And there was obviously booze involved because they, they all look like they're hammered. <laughs> but literally running through a town in the middle of England, looks like rural England as well, shouting, no more clowns, kill the clowns. And, you know, this, uh, I, I think that's the trouble when you, uh, when you try to scaremonger, right, that you can only push people too far before they start pushing back. And, uh, oh, and, yeah. Uh, yeah, and, you know, and, I mean, there was already a clown that was uh, beaten in, in uh, I think it was in the States over here, there was a guy, a YouTuber who thought he'd pull a prank and dress up as a clown and, dick around and someone punched him in the face and it was all caught on camera so it's definitely going in that direction already oh yeah, yeah. they in the target stores uh bands they're not selling their clown outfits anymore in their stores a lot of schools are not letting children wear clown costumes to their you know to school on you know the on halloween so you know what, it's, as well, um, so there, there was this big, well-publicized thing a couple of days ago um, called the Clown Purge, <clears throat> and the, the idea was that the clowns had apparently announced on Facebook um, that, that they were gonna, there, was, there was literally going to be a killing spree on Halloween, on October 31st, and, and this <sighs> from the clowns apparently said, uh, stay indoors, keep your pets indoors, lock all your doors and secure your property, and anyone outside isn't going to be safe, and... Um, and, and that was later found to be a complete hoax. The, the, the story was that it, um, it was a post on their Facebook page, and they later deleted it. But in the meantime, millions of people reposted it. Um, but it, it wasn't true at all. It wasn't from their Facebook page. And, you know, there, there's no evidence at all that anything like that's been planned. So there's, there's definitely a, a lot of scaremongering. Um, and like, uh, like Geekbow in the chat room says, at least we've got Batman to chase those clowns away. <laughs> so impact it sounded like yeah I'm sorry you were going to say something sorry. yeah I have given a name to my pain mysterious Oops. figure and it is Batman and disappear at will sorry, sorry, I've, I've had some, it's fine I've had a lot of thoughts on this issue actually um cuz you know I'm in North Carolina people are like oh what are you going to do and first of all I've been doing a lot of research and 
you know, there definitely, ha- I, I do believe that there have been some instances of actual things where, where, you know, there were people in the woods in clowns masks calling kids or with hunting knives or whatnot. But, you know, I've also seen a lot of reports saying that there were no, there were never police reports filed in a lot of these places. And by that, I mean, there were never any calls to the police saying there is a clown here. So I think mm-hmm. that while some of it did happen, I think a lot of it was, wasn't even like a hoax someone dressed up. It was a hoax as in someone called in claiming. Um, I don't, I'm not, I'm not saying that, you know, there are no instances of clowns or anything like that. But I'm saying I think a lot, a large number of these reported sightings never actually happened. Um, that being oh, said, probably. I, yeah. I, 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 do, I do think, you know, I mean, there is that risk that, you know, some people are going to go and be like, well, people do believe it, so I can do it. And, I'm, and then it's, they're just going to have, you know, that someone's going to get hurt. And, you know, even like uh, it's affected people, you know, RLSH. Uh, Robert Frost had a big uh, run-in with the police where he had, call, you know, he calls in his patrols every time. He lets them know where he's going, but he got a lot of crap from the police because of the whole clown thing. So, uh, you know, it's whether or not it's real, its effects are real. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that's the bottom line. I think that that even if um, we never see a clown in this area, you know, and that's the thing. I hope that people, I, I, unless you're living in a cave uh, right now and haven't heard about this, I hope that there are no parents out there letting their kids run around in clown costumes on Halloween because even if they're just innocent kids, you know, unless they're really tiny, people are going to be wondering, you know, are you a good guy or a bad guy? And and violence might follow. And that's the scary thing about it is if we don't have enough to worry about, you know. Um, what do you think here, guys, since we've got you on? This is the most important thing. People are asking, what would you do? What should you do if you see a clown? I don't know, but I was going to say, I think what people should not do is, even consider forming like anti-clown militias or whatever. I mean, it, it's, it just seems like it's looking for trouble. It, it feels like another instance of people looking for an excuse to go beat people up. There's one, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's in a kid's yeah. party, but whatever, let's get him. Um. <laughs> right. You know, there are RLSH who are saying that, you know, they're going to go end this clown thing. And it's like, you know, <laughs> Better instead of instead of talking about how you're gonna beat up clowns, why don't you give, advi- why not post some advice for people, for how to avoid like what to do if they see something, you know, or how to keep themselves safe instead of trying to hunt some dude in a clown costume. Um, and I think like you know you asked, you know, first off, trying to assess the situation. If it's a person who looks like they're going to a kid's party and they don't, and they have a bottle of seltzer water or a flower and not a hunting knife, you know, maybe you can be wary, but maybe assume that they're actually a, a clown going to entertain people. Maybe if it's a dude with a hunting knife and grease paint, then maybe call the police. I don't know. I feel like people kind of check their common sense at the door sometimes with this stuff. Yeah, I would agree. I mean, I feel like the, 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 the rules around this whole clown thing are the rules for any other for any other Halloween activity, you know, you stay aware of your surroundings, you, you know, don't get wasted and walk back through bad parts of town, you know, and if you see, like you say, if you see someone and they look innocent, 
treat them with a bit of caution, but they're probably innocent. If you see someone walking around with a hunting knife or a machete, call the cops. You know, it's it really, yeah, it really should be the same common sense stuff. Because at the end of the day, these these are either just kids causing mischief or it's someone up to no good, and just treat them the same way you would anyone else. And, and we, you know, we all see that on our in our in our areas anyway. Exactly, and you know, the thing is, people are going to be so hyper aware of whether or not there's a clown around that they may lose their focus on whether or not just anybody else in a mask is out there doing some harm. So, you know, like you said, treat everybody, you know, when you're out there with the same caution that you would with or without the masks, just to be safe. You know, um, one thing I thought was interesting as well is, a rule or a law around these clowns also affects the RLSH community as well, which is in some states you're not allowed to wear masks in public. And, uh, you know, and I, and I think that actually makes it easier. I mean, you know, if, you, if you're walking around in one of those states and you're wearing a clown mask, you're breaking the law anyway. You know, call the cops if, if that's the case. Mm. Right, exactly. It looks funky. Call the cops, you know, take a picture. That way you have some evidence and, uh, Make sure somebody knows instead of, like you said, impact. These people might not, they might just be calling in false, you know, reports. But I think that it's, like I said, it's gotten a fever pitch now. So if you're out there this weekend, well, not this weekend, on Monday for Halloween, please, please, please. We don't want to read any horror stories. Or this weekend. You guys just, yeah, or this weekend. Exactly. Exactly. Just pay attention. Like Tree Song saying, um, like Geek Pile was saying, that you have the right to defend yourself reasonably. Pulling a gun on a clown is not reasonable. And as Tree Song says, situational awareness is a key. Just stay aware. Um, and wow, we've got 90 seconds already? Wow. Not even that. So I've just got to share this one last thing. So when I was reading about all this clown stuff, one of the things that it reminded me of was the, the old Stephen King book and movie, It, which scared <gasps> the crap out of me. I oh, love that yeah. book. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the book was awesome, yeah. and the, we book. all float down here. I mean, it was freaking scary. Yeah. Apparently, yeah. they're remaking the uh, the movie It next year. And I'll tell you, <laughs> if Hollywood takes another one of my childhood favorite movies and messes it up, I think I'm putting on that clown mask myself next year and wandering <laughs> around uh, whatever studio it is with a freaking machete. Oh. Another movie from oh. my childhood, you douchebags. Anyway, right, so that's, exactly. my, uh, that's my wrap-up. Uh, 30 seconds. 30, in, in 30 seconds. Okay, I want to say thank you to um, DB Defender for coming on and winning a prize. you got to get in touch with us and give us your uh, word to send it. And to um, Tree Song in the chat room, Geek Pile, and our other guests in the chat room, and also to my um, awesome guy on the soundboard and my wonderful co-host. Thank you so much. Thanks for, uh, for listening in, everybody. Yeah, thanks. Have a good Halloween, and we'll talk to you same bat time, same bat channel next week. Next week. Love you. Have a great one.
a better cartoon out of my ass. <laughs> hey, whoa! Wasn't that great, kid? Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.